0: Talk about the Greens, that, bun- that bunch of idiots. Hey there, Climactic Collective listeners. I'm Emerald Moon. And I'm Tom Bella, And together we host Serious Danger. A podcast about Australia's broken political system and its greatest threat. The Australian Greens. It's a show about green politics in Australia. The kind of politics that puts people and the planet before profit. We talk to cool and interesting people about fighting for good shit, like taxing billionaires. Housing for all. Workers' rights. First Nations justice. And drugs. Sweet, sweet, sweet drugs. Join us on Serious Danger every Sunday. You can subscribe to us anywhere you get podcasts. You can find us on Patreon. We're at SeriousDangerAU on the socials, or just head to SeriousDangerPod.com. That's Serious Danger with me, Emerald Moon. And me. Tom Ballard. Do you think we need something at the end there? Um, Go green. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Climactic Collective publisher Mark Spencer is an enthusiast. He wants to see Australia and the world find its way around the climate crisis. So rather than being an on-the-ground, in-your-face climate activist, Mark devotes his time, his passion and his skill to Pulling Together, the Climactic Collective, a collective of more than 20 podcasts, podcasts that tell the story about the climate from many angles. And Climate Conversations is just one of those more than 20 podcasts. Climate Conversations is assembled here in Shepparton, in Northern Victoria, Australia, on the lands of the Yorta Yorta people. Yes, the stolen lands of the Yorta Yorta people, and I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Mark, just like all others who are concerned about the climate crisis, was excited about the result of Saturday's May 21 federal election in Australia, when what had been the incumbent Liberal National Party government got the boot and was replaced by the Labour Party, along with a whole bunch of Greens candidates and independents who care about the climate crisis. Let's have a listen now to Mark introducing Climactic, and you'll find a link to that show in the show notes.
0: Hello and welcome to Climactic, a podcast on the Climactic Collective, a group of independent podcasters from across the range of the climate communities of Australia and New Zealand. Every week on Climactic, rain or shine, we either produce or feature an episode of a climate-engaged podcast. This could be from one of the shows on the Climactic Collective or beyond, and you'll always find a link to the show we're featuring at the top of the show notes. My name is Mark, and I'm the publisher of the Climact Collective and of this show.
1: Mark rarely takes any time off, and you can hear that in this short clip made soon after the election. It's been a full week now since the Australian
0: election 2022, but the results are still coming in. As I record this on Sunday, the 29th of May, I've just read that another seat in Brisbane has been called for the Greens. It's exciting, heady stuff, and I'm so thrilled by these results, and I'm sure you listening are too. But what I'd like to do in this episode is go back to the day after, to Sunday, the 22nd of May, and play you a bunch of rapid reactions from people across Australia, involved with climate groups like Farmers for Climate Action, Australian Parents for Climate Action, Bushfire Survivors for Climate Action and play you their reactions to the election that was. I'd like to thank the Climate Media Center and especially Dylan Quinnell so much for doing these recordings and sharing them with the community. It'll be his voice you'll hear introducing each speaker, and then straight from the horse's mouth, as we say, the voices of people who've been working so hard for this result for years. Enjoy. Enjoy.
1: And please don't forget, you'll find a link to that in the show notes. Next we have a story from the Friends of the Earth in Melbourne about a youth survey. The story is headed, Youth Survey, have your say on Victoria's 2035 climate target. The Victorian Government has opened up a survey for anyone 25 or younger to have a say on what emissions reduction target it will set for 2035. How high do you think Victoria should aim on climate, it asks. You'll find a link to that story in the show notes. Next, we turn to a story from The Conversation. A story on The Conversation from a professor of philosophy at the University of Victoria, Peter Deitch, says, Cigarette ads were banned decades ago. Let's do the same for fossil fuels. The story starts, There is no reasonable disagreement that humanity needs to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. People might argue over how large a reduction is necessary, or about the best ways to achieve it, but almost everyone agrees that it has to be done. You'll find a link to that story in the show notes. Next we shift to a story from the mirror about the magical bird, the puffin. A story on the mirror says, Puffins hit by crippling costs of climate change are counting on us. It begins, They are our most loved birds. But with climate change driving puffin populations to catastrophic low, they're counting us to count them. Keeping an annual tally allows conservationists to quickly adapt their work to protect these precious birds, which are on the red list, meaning the highest concern. But the pandemic meant full surveys were impossible. So this year's survey off the north coast of Cumberland is vital to their survival. You'll find a link to that story in the show notes. Next, we look to another story from the conversation, a senior researcher from the Victoria University of Wellington. The story is headed 11,000 litres of water to make one litre of milk. New questions about freshwater impact of NZ dairy farming. The story begins Water scarcity and water pollution are increasingly critical global issues. Water scarcity is driven not only by shortages of water, but also rendering water unusable through pollution. New Zealand is no exception to these trends. He continues, Demand for water has rapidly increased and New Zealand now has the highest per capita take of water for agriculture among OECD countries. Regulatory failures have also led to over-allocation of many ground and surface water resources. You'll find a link to that story in the show notes. I could go on for ages, but I'll end today's episode with this editorial from the Melbourne Age, which is headed, Renewal Energy Isn't to Blame for Rising Power Prices. It begins, After the shock of doubling in petrol prices at the start of this year, many households are about to discover that their power bills are rising too. The Australian energy regulator announced last week that the default electricity price would rise by an average of at least 8.5% in New South Wales, 11.3% in Southeast Queensland and 7.2% in South Australia. In Victoria, the Essential Services Commission has raised the tariff by about 5%. Price increases for small businesses will be even higher. You'll find a link to that story in the show notes. As I mentioned earlier, I could go on for ages, but there has to be an end somewhere. And so here it is. Thanks so much for your company. Until we talk again, please take care, stay safe, and please be kind. For everyone you meet is fighting a great battle.